Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. God bless you. Today, by the grace of God, we are in for a special program. The anointing for restoration. We have a text for the month of November. Joel chapter 2 verse 25 to 27 that you have been reading. But God gave me a word for someone this morning. And that word is in the book of Job chapter 14. Verse 7 and 8. Job 14, 7 and 8. The Bible says, For there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, that it will sprout again. And that its tender shoot will not cease. So even though its root may grow hold in the head and its stump may die in the ground yet at the scent of water it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant by the leading of the Holy Spirit I want to share with us a message that probably some of us have heard again or before. But I'm forced to go back to that message because God has something for someone here this morning. Till my hair shall grow again. My hair shall grow again. You can decide to say that to yourself. Tell yourself, my air shall grow again. Talking about air, ladies appreciate the value of air. I'm yet to see a lady whose head is shaving. Even if it was shaving, she will make sure that she covers it. Because air brings some form of glory. And this day in our time, we see guys growing air. In their head, their bed, it's fashion now. Now, if anything touches your air, it's like, hey. Don't worry, whatever that's shaving your air, God has asked me to tell someone your air will grow again. The rose shall bloom again. The dry bone shall rise again. I want to dwell on the story in the book of Judges. Judges chapter 16. 
from verse 12 to 22. Judges 16, 12 to 22. And Delilah therefore took a new rope, bound him to air with, and said unto him, The Philistine be upon thee. Something, and there were layers in wait abiding in the chamber, and he break them from off his arm like a thread. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou might be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weave the seven locks of my head with the web. And she fastened it with a pain and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awake out of his sleep and went away with the pain of the beam and with the web. And she said unto him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times. And has not told me where in thy great strength lies. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and hurt him so that his soul was vexed unto death. That it took her all his hearts and said unto her, There had not come a razor upon my head for I have been a Nazareth unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me. And I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she, said, she sent and called for the laws of the Philistine and saying, come up this time. For he had shewed me all his hearts. Then the laws of the Philistine came up unto her and brought money in their hands. And she made him sleep upon her knee. And she called for a man. And she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. And she said, the Philistine be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other time before and shake myself. And he wits not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistine took him, put out his eyes, brought him down to Gaza and bound him with feathers of brass and it did grind in the prison house. Albeit, the air of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. Don't worry. The enemy will not have the last laugh. It's a very familiar story. Story of Samson and Delilah. Many of us read this story 
And in our days, the tricks of Delilah is still working. There are so many things about that story that if we want to analyze, we will not live here today. But I want to say in summary, whatever you have lost in the journey of life, today, God will restore in the name of Jesus Christ. He made us a promise in Joel 2, verse 25. Say, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten up. In the name of Jesus, your strength will not go away from you. If I pray and it resonates to you, just say, Amen. Because God has started doing something, even right now. I said the strength of Samson went away from him. Whatever your strength is, and everyone on the face of the heart has strength. I pray for you this morning. Your strength will not go away from you. Strength can come in so many forms. It can be spiritual strength. It can be physical strength. It can be financial strength. It can be emotional strength. It can be relationship strength. In the name of Jesus, whatever represents your strength, it shall not go away from you. Manifestation of God's power was so evident. The power of God was so evident upon Samson that the enemy sought to unravel, to know the secret of his power. You are just going about, people are envious. They want to discover what is it that is making you tick. What is keeping you on? Why are you still smiling in the face of all of this? Why is your own case different? In the name of Jesus, the enemy will not discover your secrets. Father, as many I will say, a bold and believing amen. Don't allow the enemy to discover their secret in the name of Jesus. Samson's parents, they know his secrets. They know the secret of his strength. Because they were told that this boy you are going to give birth to will be a Nazarite and no razor must be on his head. But he didn't tell anybody. The day Delilah knew of Samson's secrets, that was the day his strength left him. 
Everyone qualifies for your love. Everyone qualifies for your love. But not all the people you love qualify to know your secrets. Why? Some of them cannot handle it. They can't handle it. Others cannot wait to trade off your secret for gain. So be careful who you tell your secret to. Remember. Remember. The enemy that will destroy you will not come with a sword in his hand. If Delilah had appeared with sword, Samson would have been more careful. Learning to keep friends secrets is not only about trust, but destinies are at stake. He saw how Samson went. Because the ladder could not keep his friend's secret. Nothing can be more dangerous and painful than to share your secrets with your enemy thinking they are your friend. God is warning someone this morning. If you are going to pick a friend, be careful. Know that there are categories of friends. We have those we call confidence. Those are the people that work with you however hard it is. When the going gets tough, they stick to you. If you have one of such, you need to be grateful to God. We have another group of friends, they call them associates. They come around you because there is a common goal to achieve. Most of the time, they compete for the price and the goal. They compete with you for that, for that price. But you have to be careful with this kind of friends. They may push you down in order to win the price. It's like you're in a class, this is the price for the first. Your friends, you want to win. They are calling, they come around you because there's something common for you to achieve. Don't rely too much. When the chiefs are down, they push you down. Because their target is on the price. We have comrades. Comrades. They team up with you to fight a common enemy. They are around with you because they want to join you so that they can fight with you a common enemy. Some of them are not just friends. 
Once that common enemy is destroyed, they walk away. So you must be able to identify and audit the kind of friends that are around you. Comrades are there for a season. You should not worry when they leave. Samson disclosed a secret to Delilah. Why his head was on her lap. May your head never rest on the lap that will terminate your destiny. I pray for you again. That head of yours may it never rest on the lap of the one that will terminate your destiny. Thank you, Jesus. The results of association with Delilah was that Samson's eyes were removed. In the journey of life, your eyes will not be removed. Somebody doesn't understand this meaning. <laughs> I'm not talking about physical eye. When your eyes are removed, you are blinded. You are finished. They will call black white for you. They will say blue is red. They will bring shit for you to eat. You will dip your hand because you can't see. May your vision never grow dim. In the name of Jesus Christ. He began to dance to entertain the enemy. The Bible says he was made to grind in prison. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will never become an ex-champion. I pray for someone here this morning. God will forbid it for you to become a toy in the hand of your enemy. Samson was just a toy. The one who was raised to be a deliverer of the entire nation. The hope of Israel. The one who is at his presence. Nations tremble. Just one word. Just one word. Just one word. And everything is gone. Everything is gone. The word that you will speak. That will destroy and finish your destiny. May that word never come out of your mouth. In the name of Jesus. She pressed me and 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 she pressed me. Every suppression and oppression and oppression of the enemy. The enemy will not push you so hard as to disclose 
the source of your strength. Amen. But thank God, that story didn't end at that. The Bible says, nevertheless, his air grew again. Dry bones shall rise again. Our God is always a God of second chance. I know there are people here this morning who have been trusting God for a second chance. By anointing, the Holy Ghost will breathe upon you this morning. And God will give you a second chance. In the name of Jesus. What does the air of something stand for? Samson's air stand for glory. Judges chapter 6 verse 5. His air stand for glory. May your glory blossom. What is your glory? Your glory is your value. Your glory is your destiny. Every enemy that wants your glory buried shall fall for your sake in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I feel like asking you to stand up and pray this prayer quickly before you go on. You put your hands on your head. You will cry out loud. I say my glory. In the captivity of the enemy. Come out now. In the name of Jesus Christ. My glory in the captivity of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out now. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Every sleeping glory, every captured glory, every glory in the captivity of the enemy, by the power in the name of Jesus, the power that raised Larry up for the dead. I command you glory. Glory, oh glory. Come forth now.
This one on your head again. The Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ is in you, by the same spirit, Almighty God will give life to your mother body. You say it loud and clear. And say resurrection power. Resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Rest upon my glory now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let the power of the Lord rest upon my glory. Let every dead glory begin to come alive. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we are praying. Every dead and buried glory. By the power of resurrection. In the name of Jesus. We command every buried glory. Come back to life now. Please have your seats. Your glory represents your, 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 your air represents your glory. What does the air represent again? The air represents strength. Judges 16, 17. That each old air, all his art, and said, Unto her, there has not come a razor upon my head, for I have been another unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me. Brethren, come between you that say you me tip my horn in a beck. Your air represents your strength. I have defined this money what strength can be. My church am holding to me idea. It can mean spiritual strength, physical strength, financial strength. In the name of Jesus Christ, every power that seeks to remove your strength and make you ordinary shall fail. What does your M represent? The air on Samson's head represents a source. Before he actually disclosed his power or his source to Delilah, the enemy came upon him. But each time the enemy came, they went back disappointed. There is a disconnection the moment your source is removed. Whatever happens, don't let anything take you away from God's presence. Whatever you go through in life, 
Say like Peter when they were departing from Jesus Christ. Jesus looked at him. We want to go also. And he said to Jesus, Where else can I go? You have the source. You have the word of life. Whatever happens to you, make sure your faith in Jesus is not destroyed. Whatever seeks to remove you from your source, seeks to make nonsense of your destiny. In the name of Jesus, may you never be disconnected from your source. In the name of Jesus Christ. What does something represent? It represents its cover. There was a divine cover as long as the air continued to grow. It became defenseless. It became vulnerable. The moment its air was shaving. I pray for somebody this morning. The enemy will not remove your cover. Your cover is your defense. Your cover is your protection. Your cover is your uniqueness. I pray again, the enemy will not remove your cover. Number five, the air on something air represents its anointing. The anointing is that which makes you do exploits. Samson was Samson because he carried anointing. He with his mouth. If you remove it, I'll become like any other man. The extra behind the ordinary is the anointing. Ah, it's an extraordinary fellow. That extra is the anointing. The super behind the power is the anointing. To me, what I'm going Whatever you will do that will make you lose anointing. May the Holy Ghost prevent you from doing in the name of Jesus Christ. Lastly, the air on Samson's earth was his destiny. Destiny of Samson was truncated. When his air was removed. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll jump. Because the time is gone. But what we'll removed Samson's air are a combination of internal and external forces. Something head had been removed before it was removed. The moment he went and yoked himself, the anointing had been removed. 
it was just a matter of time. The moment he agreed to ah. yoke himself, from that moment, he had been dead. We were just waiting for physical manifestation. Be careful who you associate with. Be careful who you tell your story to. Be careful what drives you. Be careful of that habit. Because if you don't deal with it now, so when it will deal with you later. In the name of Jesus, you will not become a prey to the enemy. What does it mean to have your air grow again? Number one, it means that God will give you a second chance. Everyone that is desirous of a second chance this morning, by anointing, God will give you another chance. Maybe you look back at your life. So, how I wish I did it this way. How I wish I had this opportunity again. How I wish. Second chance me God granting you that wish. With God that we serve. There is no permanent loss. May I announce to you that it was Samson who decided how it was going to go. His head began to grow and he told God one more time. He said he wanted to die with the Philistines. I pray for you. You will not die with your enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. What does it mean to have your air grow again? It means every lost glory, every lost strength, every lost anointing shall be restored. And that is why we are here this morning. We trusting God to restore glory. We trusting God to restore anointing. We trusting God to restore favor. We trusting God that losses will be recovered. However, He will do that. He has to remove some things so that will be free flow of blessing. He will go ahead and remove this morning. If some things are damaged and all they needed was to fix so repair. God will repair in the name of Jesus Christ. If some things in your life are beyond repair, I am trusting God that God will replace in the name of Jesus Christ. If your oil level has dropped, I am trusting God for a renewal of oil. Oil can be topped up. 
If it's low, oil can be changed. If it's dirty. Everyone carrying dirty oil this morning. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Amen. Everyone carrying dirty oil. God will drain the dirty oil and give you a fresh oil in the name of Jesus. The many of the air growing again. Say it in your is to tell you that God has not finished with you yet. There is still hope for you. Tell your neighbor, look at me. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. Tell him, believe him, there is hope for you. Lastly, the meaning of your air growing again that God is telling you that you will return, it will return to you all that was lost. Everything you have lost, especially in the course of this pandemic year, God will restore it will restore. Let's be on our feet this morning. You want God to do a new thing in your life. You want your air to grow again. You want God to remain on your side. You are trusting God for a second chance. And you know you have no relationship with Jesus Christ. Where else can you run to? Run to Jesus this morning. It doesn't matter whether your air is shaven. The one who can make the air to grow again. Is the Lord Jesus Christ. You are here this morning and say, you want to say Jesus Christ? I want to run to you. I want my air to grow again. I want a return of my glory. I want a return of my strength. Lord, I have made mistakes in life. I need a second chance. Just lift your hands. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Lift your hands and cry out to your God. And say, God, I know you are a God of second chance. Please give me another chance. Lord Jesus, I run to you this morning. You are the one who can fix it for me. Fix my life. Let my hair grow again. Forgive my sin, Lord. Restore my destiny, Lord. Show me mercy, Lord Jesus. Talk to him.
Is here to fix it again for you. It doesn't matter the opportunity you have lost in life. He will recover it for you. I want to pray for you. Lift your hands up. If your hands have been up. Thank you, Father. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lord, these hands are lifted. They know. That without your help, they can't make it. The air has been shaving. They are trusting you that their air will grow again. Lord, by mercy, forgive their sins, O Lord. By mercy, Lord, cleanse them by your blood. By mercy. Let their names be written in the book of life. By your mercy, restore unto them all that they have lost in the name of Jesus Christ. Let their air grow again. Let their glory return. Let their joy return. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, eternal Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. That's the best decision you can take ever. Your air shall grow again. God will restore your glory. He will rebuild your destinies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me hear your loudest hallelujah. Hallelujah.